Welcome to the Linked Up Church podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Pastor Gregory is completing this powerful series called We Church. Make sure to share it with someone and listen up. It's going to be a blessing. Today, we're going to conclude We Church. Uh, This is part four, the last session of it. I thought Minister Nehemiah just did an awesome job on last week. And the entire Plug Youth Department, I am so proud of them. You know, Linked Up Church is only as good as the people that it has around them. And I just can't say it enough. I think we have one of the best staffs in the country. We certainly have one of the best dream team departments in the country, connect groups in the country. I just thank God that we get to serve such dynamic people. Let us not forget that the church is not a iPhone because the iPhone has changed and, and, of course, Androids have changed the way that we do life. Everything today is fully customizable, so we do life the way we want to do it on our terms and in our timing. I mean, we can do television on demand now. We don't have to watch. When I was growing up, if you didn't watch it at the time that it came on, you just missed it. Anybody else come from that era? It just missed, it was no replay, no on demand, no save it, no nothing. You just missed it. And so we have to remember this is not a I church or a me church. This is a we church. And so if we're going to do things Christ's ways, then we've got to understand how he set it up. We're looking at the very first church plan in the book of Acts. How many know God does not change? So if he started the church this way, this is his purpose for the church. Let's read our opening text in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. The Passion Translation says, Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another. I got to find out. We might have to change our core scripture here. We have to move from Colossians 3 to Acts 2.42 because it's all in there. Mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. That is the core principles of every church. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miracles, signs, and wonders. All the believers were in fellowship as one body, and they shared with one another whatever they had. Out of generosity, they even sold their assets to distribute the proceeds to those who were in need among them. Daily, they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with the praises of God. The We Church is continually filled with the praises of God. I'm so glad. I've been saying it every week. I'm shocked you all missed that moment. I'm so glad I attend a church where if you give these people an opportunity to praise God, man, they they will never let that opportunity go past them. Not one of them either. Every single one of them will open up their mouths and give God glory, give him honor, and give him praise. Has God been good to anyone in this building? Come on, has God blessed anyone in this building? You always have something to praise him about. 
enjoying the favor of all the people and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life or being saved. The Lord did this. The Lord added to this church every single day. I mean, unless the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. So if you understand how this works, if we do our part, he will do his part. And he'll add to the church daily those that are being saved. What have we talked about up to this point? So the We Church gathers around God's word. When do we do that? On Sunday mornings and eventually every Wednesday through connect groups. We do life together was our second point. When do we do that? Throughout the week, we should be sharing communion together, eating meals together, spending time praying. You know, I just talked to one person with Minister Bernard's uh, directive there, and it was amazing what was going on in that one person's life, that if we don't have that moment, I don't even know about that. And it was very dear to her heart. We pray together. When does Linked Up Church do that? Every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. for one hour. Every Sunday morning at 9.50 a.m. for 10 minutes. It is not asking too much. It's not asking too much at all. And then today, what is the result? The result is we grow. The result is we grow. So when we gather around God's word on Sunday mornings and we do life together, eat meals, have communion throughout the week, when we come to prayer, we're committed. If we can't physically be in the building, we're online. When we do these things together, the result is God will add to this church daily those that are being saved. Now, we're going to focus on Acts 2, 43 and 47 today. I'll read them again out of the Passion Translation. It says, A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all of the people, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. Let's look at very quickly. I won't be before you long today. Let's look at three outcomes we see in these two verses. There are three outcomes we see in these two verses. Letter A, the first thing that we see is awe. The word for awe is the Greek word phobos, where we get our English word phobia, which can mean fear, it can mean terror, it can also mean reverence. Can you imagine a community of believers being so connected that it is creating awe at everyone who's looking at them and witnessing them? God is moving so much that people don't know whether or not they should be afraid or should they reverence. People are coming in with, with wheelchairs and walking out on their feet. Come on, people are coming in with crutches and walking out without crutches. People are coming in without jobs and leaving with jobs. People are coming in, marriage busted up, and now the marriage is flourishing and doing well. And the community is looking at this like, what is going on? They're in complete awe at what God is doing with this group of believers. Second thing that happened to them, letter B, is favor. I mean, no favor is not fair, but I'll take it every single time. <laughs> Verse 47 says, they enjoy favored. Now, I don't know why I never saw this. 
This word favor is the same Greek word for grace. And the Greek word there is charis. C-H-A-R-I-S. It's right in your notes. And it means graciousness. So people were being gracious to these people. People were accepting them. It means acceptable. It means benefit. They were benefiting and being a benefit to those around them. People were giving them gifts, and they were giving gifts. There was liberality in this church. They were being liberal to others, and others were being liberal to them. There was an extreme amount of joy. How many of you know joy is contagious? I'm going to say this one more time. Check your attitude before you come through the doors of the worship center. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't care what one arm prior to you coming in here, button up, put your shoulders back, and say, God is good, and he is good all the time. Come on, check that attitude at the door and say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. It also means gratitude. This was a grateful group of people. It means thankworthy. Things that they were doing was thankworthy, and things people were doing for them was thankworthy. Now, there are a lot of benefits that come out of God's favor being on your life. Psalms 512, the Passion Translation, gives us one of them. It says, Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Come on, how many of you know you're not trying to be righteous? He made you righteous. Come on, say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus right now. So then guess what that makes you? Wonderfully blessed. Somebody say, I am wonderfully blessed. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, I am wonderfully blessed. If you woke up this morning, you are wonderfully blessed. Trust me. You're not in a hospital right now. You are wonderfully blessed right now. Lord, how wonderful you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under the canopy of your kindness and joy. Come on, somebody say, God's favor wraps all around me. Come on, put your arms around yourself and say, God's favor wraps all around me. You know, I learn to get up every day and say, everywhere I go, God's favor goes before me. Come on, somebody comes behind me and it is wrapped all around me. People do great things for me because God's favor is on my life. When I come in contact with people, they don't see me. They see the glory and the grace of God that is on my life. I'm saying that, but I'm really speaking that over your life. When you learn to get up every day and think that way and talk that way, good things will happen to you on a consistent basis. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, the Passion Translation says another benefit of God's favor on your life. Hold on to loyal love, referring here to the Word of God, and don't let go. And be faithful to all that you have been taught. Let your life be shaped by integrity. See, integrity is when what you do and what you say agree. I tell single people all the time, don't pay too much attention to what somebody is telling you because they're always going to lift themselves up higher than what it actually is. Any single people in here know what I'm talking about. 
right? What you want to do is you want to see what they're saying and what they're doing. Does that agree? Example. Oh, I, I don't want to mess with you prior to marriage. We're Christians. We're going to live holy. Saturday roll around. What you doing tonight? Come on over. <laughs> Amen. That's what you tell them, right? That's what you tell them. All night prayer meeting, right? See, then, then that night starts getting long. And then they say, well, it's too late to drive home. Can I just stay here for the night? I'll just sleep on the couch. I mean, you know, what they said and what they're doing is not agreeing right now. Which one should you pay attention to? What they do. It says, with truth written upon your heart, then watch this. That's how you will find favor and understanding with both God and men. Watch this. You will gain the reputation of living life well. What a wonderful reputation to have. One that I hang on to the word of God. Come on, somebody. I won't let it go for anyone or anything. My life is shaped by integrity. You can trust that what I tell you and what I do will agree. Come on, somebody. Right? And that result will be me having favor with both God and man. Give you an example of this. Yesterday, I had to take my bike to the shop. And I'll share this very quickly. And Saturdays, there's only one dealership in the whole state of Georgia that services my bike. It's only one. And so it is packed out on Saturdays. And so I came and I asked for a favor because what's on my life? And so I mean, if you don't ask. So I said, hey, can, can you all throw this highway peg on there for me? We are backed up today. There's no way we can get you in today. So I said, well, just try for me. So he went, goes to the back, comes back. I says, just go to the back and hang out back there and see what happens. So I go to the back, hang out back there, and, and they didn't even get to me, right? So I left my bike back there, went to the front, grabbed my uh, pegs, and I'm getting ready to leave. When I'm getting ready to leave, the uh, manager, uh, service manager, walks up to me and says, no one talked to you? No one, they weren't able to get your bike in? I said, no, nah, you all are a little bit too busy today. He said, wait a minute. True story. He goes and gets my bike and personally takes it to the back. And I'm sure asked one of his buddies, service men, if he can go ahead and take care of that. Then they get back there and they say, man, did you, I wouldn't have rolled this bike off of the lot. That tire is bald on the front. So, of course, I'm a new rider. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm just out there riding, right? <laughs> So I didn't know how to read the tread patterns and all of that, the wear pattern. I didn't know how to do that at this point. I know how to do it now. But I had rode the bike over 4,000 miles. The place where it was supposed, the wheels, was, the tires were supposed to be changed. So I remember, they packed out today. He said, why don't you let me put some performance tires on there for you? Because they don't send your bike. Your bike is a performance bike, but they don't send it from the... Uh, from the factory with performance tires on. Then he said, I'll give you the performance tires at the regular tire prices. So now watch this. But then I said, I don't have time to be here all day. <laughs> Folks, I got highway pegs put on my bike and two brand new tires in 40 minutes. Come on, somebody ought to give God glory for that in here. 
What I'm trying to tell you is that favor is not fair, but we'll take it every single time. When you do things the right way, how many know God will cause you to have favor with him and man every single time? I've got another real good one for you. Proverbs 18:22, the message Bible says, find a good spouse, you find a good life. Boy, all the good marriages better say amen to that one right there. And some other people know what I'm talking about. Those two go together. Good spouse, good life. Bad spouse. Listen, they say love is blind, but marriage will open your eyes so wide. You will stay woke for a long time. You married the wrong person. And the church said. And the church said. I'm reading right out of the Bible. Find a good spouse, you'll find a good life. Watch this. And even more, the favor of God. Come on, somebody. Those go together. I know the better I treat her, the better God treats me. Right? When I'm good to her, God's good to me. I watch that work that way every time. I mean, you know, I also noticed that when I, I just, you know, we all have days where I don't feel like being good. Anybody else in here willing to be honest? Today, I'm getting ready to act up because I want to. No other reason than I just want to act up today. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? I don't want to do that today. Come on, anybody just willing to be honest? I also noticed God checks me on the other side. And I can almost trace back something going on in my life to how I'm treating her. See, so if I want a good life, I need to be a good spouse. See, we're always focusing on what the other person is or not doing. I can't control her part. I can only control my part. And see, what God promised me is if I want a good life, then just be a good spouse. And I'll even find more favor from God. I'm led to pray for somebody that wants to get married today, online or in the room. Stand on your feet if you want to believe God for marriage. You either want to be that good spouse or you want to find that good spouse. Come on, stand up on your feet right now. I'm led to do that, church. Come on, let's join our faith with them right now. Everybody that's standing. Now, I know there's some fellas in here. Guys are always that way. I ain't standing up. I ain't standing up. See, that's the one right there. Let him stay sitting down. I ain't standing up. I don't want nobody to think I'm... But you know you want to be married. I'm getting ready to ask this question one more time. There's something supernatural that happens in environments like this. Where only God can bring two people together at the right time and in the right place because you acted in faith in a time when the spirit was moving. Anybody else in here online, you can stand up. You want to believe God to get married. Stand up on your feet right now.
All right, everybody else, stay in your seat and just stretch your hands towards them right now. Stretch your hands towards them and let's pray for them. Let's get in agreement with them right now. Father God, I pray for every person online desiring to be a good spouse. I pray for every person in the room desiring to be a good spouse or to find a good spouse. Father, I pray right now that as they operate in integrity and they hold on to the truth of your word, Father, and they operate in their part, their being everything that you have asked for them to be, my prayer for them right now is that you will favor them with a good spouse in the right time and in the right season, Father. And it'll be such a great blessing and joy to their lives. I release that into the atmosphere and online now in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody say, I receive that. And go ahead and praise God like you already have it. Come on, receive it and then praise God like you already have it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 By this time next year. Wait, let me finish now because that's too fast to get married. That's why I said, wait, let me finish. That's too fast to get married. I said, wait, let me finish. Somebody was like, Listen very carefully. By this time next year, you will be far enough along in that relationship that you'll have peace that this is the right one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, be committed to keeping panties up and zippers zipped. See, no amens on that right there, but, but that's where we really should have been shouting right there. And let God bring that together at the right time. Fall in love with somebody's spirit and their mind and then marry their bodies. Psalms 35, 27 says, the Amplified. I believe we're getting ready to tear this place up when I read these first four verses. Five verses of the Amplified. Psalms 35, 27. I believe God's been good to somebody in this building. Scripture says, let them shout for joy. Stop, stop, stop. Until I see Rick shout, God is not, the Spirit of God is not in this place. Until I see Rick shout over there, until I see Rick stand up and go, glory, I won't believe it. So we're going to try it again. Come on, Rick. Everybody say, come on, Rick. Come on, say it again. Come on, Rick. Come on, glory to God, hallelujah. Let them shout for joy and rejoice. 
watch this, who favor my vindication and want what is right for me. See what God is saying here? Let them, the one that want what wants what's right, what's right for me, let that person say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who delights and takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. See, when you want to do things his way, that person should be saying every day, let the Lord be magnified because he takes pleasure in prospering my life. Why? Because I value what he values. Let's close right here. So people were amazed. All of this favor was going towards them, but how many know that wasn't even the best thing that happened to this church? The best thing that happened to this church was verse 47. Part B, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those that were coming to life, coming to the faith, or being saved. Folks, if people aren't getting saved, what are we doing? Why are we coming? Why are we giving? What are we doing if people aren't getting saved? I don't care about my neighbor, my coworker, my school, my classmates. Come on, somebody. If I can see them just going through what they're going through and that doesn't move me what are we doing so people were coming to faith in Christ every day watch this not because of the way this church preached people were coming to life in Christ and faith every day because of the way this church lived (laughs) folks news alert people don't care nothing about preaching today it's it's a million Facebook lives going right now people don't care about that today they don't want another great message they want to see a great life lived and I believe that's how God is challenging linked up church is to do less talking and more doing Or as we used to say in sports, say less and do more. So conclusion. Let's all stand to our feet. I know you all looking at your watches like, man, glory to God, hallelujah, it's only 1057. Can he do that every week? Listen to this conclusion because I put it all together. The result of this church family studying the scriptures together and doing life together, sharing meals and communion together and praying together was that there was something so unique and distinct and wonderful about them that others can't help but come to faith in Christ. It's how they live that positively influenced their witness. I was listening to a pastor on this week and I wrote this down. Our witness aids our witness. Our witness aids our witness. The more people see us together operating in unity, it makes our witness that much stronger. Everyone wants to be a part of a winning team, 
and a winning organization. But no team ever won anything by itself. The pastor cannot do this by himself. He is only as good as the people that he's surrounded with. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name, praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations, we are so excited that you made the decision to get connected today. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, watch past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 833-988-2009. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week and we look forward to connecting with you.